You're listening to the Viva La Mami podcast, a podcast about all things motherhood. I'm your host, Jessica Cuevas. I am a mother of one on a mission to redefine the meaning of motherhood as a first-generation, bilingual, and bicultural Latina mommy. Regardless if we feel like a failure from time to time, or if we succeeded with the little things in our motherhood journey, it is important to celebrate all of these experiences as madres. So bring your cafecito as I invite you to be a part of this space and create raw and honest conversations about the exciting and challenging parts of being a mommy. Ahora, vámonos. Hola, hola, amiga. Are you a mommy to be? Have you built a comunidad with other mamas who are expecting the same time as you are? Well, when I was first pregnant of D, this was in late 2020, early 2021. And so as you probably already know this, we were all at our homes during the shutdown and during the peak of the pandemic. And so I needed to find ways to connect with other moms. And luckily through my own network of individuals through my career and even grad school, I was able to connect with other moms-to-be and all of us happen to be first-time moms. And so what I loved about this was that we were all due in the same month, which was January 2021. And while all of our experiences were so different, there's nothing like building a comunidad with other moms-to-be. It is very beneficial to talk, vent, cry, and laugh about all the things that we go through during our pregnancy. Our bodies, hormones, and even our thoughts change. And we shouldn't feel like we are doing this alone because then we're not going to fully embrace and be present with our pregnancy. So for that reason, I am very excited to have a special guest with you today. We welcome Lily Espinosa, who is a soon-to-be first-time mom and experienced tia and madrina to eight wonderful kids. She is soon-to-be promoted to madre in June, and in this episode, you'll hear her thoughts, feelings, and emotions as she gets ready to embark on the biggest journey of becoming a mommy for the first time. As you may know, I am currently pregnant as well. And what I love about connecting with Lily is that we are both due one day apart from each other's expected due dates. And she is also my brother-in-law's twin sister. And she is also a madrina to our nephew. She and I both baptized him. And so there's so many connections that I have with her. But again, in this conversation, you will hear her story, her thoughts, feelings, as well as what my thoughts are, because I'm also pregnant. Even though I am an experienced mom of a toddler, it's still very important to connect with other moms to be because each and every pregnancy is different. And so my hope for you is to get something out of this conversation to remind yourself that you shouldn't do this alone. You should build a community with other moms-to-be or pregnant moms. And that way you don't feel isolated in your journey. So I hope this is beneficial for you. 
feel free to contact me on Instagram, send me a DM after you listen to this podcast episode. And please share this episode with an amiga, especially someone who is currently expecting. Because again, I I can't say this enough. We shouldn't be alone in this journey. Hola, Lily. How are you? Hola, good. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being here. It's great to have someone that I know on the show because there's so many mujeres that I look up to that I feel like we connect and I feel like your story is so worth telling. Just because you are not yet a mommy, you are Mm -hmm. pregnant. (laughs) You are a mommy to be, which is so exciting. And I just love this story how like we are both currently pregnant and our due dates are a day apart and I love it. And so for the listeners out there, Lily is my brother-in-law's sister. There's that connection, but I feel that we also have other connections like um, we're not too far apart in age, you know, from each other. We're madrinas of our first nephew, Julian. So there's a lot of, you know, connections there. But I'll give you space for you to introduce yourself and we can get started. Great. Well, thanks for having me. As you probably know, this is a very exciting time for us with it being our first baby. So I am actually your brother-in-law's twin. So, and also I have an older brother who they both have children. So I'm the last one out of the three to have a child. So everyone's excited. We're excited, scared, nervous, everything. So this is very new for me, even though, you know, I think we're, we're the best Theo. I think this is going to change the dynamic for everyone. Because we've been at the end deal for so long, and now we're going to be parents. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it is. I I work from home. I work for an e-commerce lighting company. So that's, I think, personally, is going to be nice, you know, when baby comes along. Thank you so much for introducing yourself and kind of walking us through a little glimpse of how you feel, right? And yeah, like you have been at Thea for so long. And even though you have interacted with kids, you've babysat, you've, you know, like been exposed mm-hmm. to them, like it is a lot different. And even for me, like I was a dog mom before I became an actual mom. And I was like, oh, dogs are worse than kids. And I'm like, Mm-mm, like, no, like <laughs> it's so easy to have a dog, I feel like. <laughs> and And I was also at Thea before I became a mom. And so it definitely changes just like your perspective in in holding on to this responsibility, right? For the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely curious to see how different it's going to be. I mean, I know, you know, having your own child, you're going to be with this child 24-7 versus being at Thea and Theo, you know, (laughs) you let them go when it's time and Yes. It's going to be interesting. Yes, it is. But it'll be fun. And and so, yeah, the reason why we have you here is to kind of, yeah, just, I guess, to curate your what you're thinking, what you're feeling, because I feel like there are often times within our own community as Latinos that we tend to be isolated in terms of our feelings, in terms of what we mm-hmm 
you know, even like think what is it that we're actually going through in terms of our emotions. And we don't talk about that, especially when it comes to being pregnant. And mm -hmm. it's funny, I'm also pregnant, but this is my second rodeo. Mm -hmm. And even though it's my second time, like everyone says, como esta el bebe? And it's like, can you check on me? <laughs> I'm here. Right. Right. And, and so know that this is for you, this, this space is for you. And, and that way, you know, whatever that has been going on or anything, you know, you can just like let it out and put it out there in the universe. And I'm sure that another mom who is expecting or who will be expecting in the future can resonate or relate with. So first of all, can you kind of walk us through the time when you looked at the pregnancy test? Were you excited? Like, was this something that you've been wanting to do? You wanted to start having a family. And when did you decide to tell your friends and family when you found out? Yeah. So my husband and I have been together for 14 years. And at one point we were just kind of questioning if we really wanted to have kids in the future. Mm -hmm. At the time we, we were okay either way, but as we were getting older, we really sat down and we asked ourselves if, you know, if this is something that we really wanted and Obviously, we decided that we did. So we had been prepping for about a year. We knew that this was going to happen. So, you know, we traveled a lot. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> and so once it was time to start trying, we tried for one month and it didn't happen. And it was like the end of the world for me. Mm -hmm. uh, it just makes you start questioning and thinking like, you know, what if this is going to continue and what if I can't have kids and like all these things just go through your mind. So I finally calmed down. We tried again. And thankfully, after a month, we got pregnant. Mm -hmm. I was so excited when I saw that positive test. Um, so at the time we had our family visiting in from Arizona. And even though it was early on, we were about a, a month in. My parents were leaving, my brother were leaving. So we're like, you know, probably be a good time to tell everyone just because we're all together and that doesn't happen a lot these days. So we told them they had no idea. My parents were staying with me and they just had no idea. They were all shocked. And then we decided to tell our close family and friends who we see pretty much every weekend, which, you know, to some people, it was a lot of people that we told, mm -hmm. but my thing was that I felt comfortable telling these people because a lot of them have been through this before. A lot of them are moms, mm -hmm. you know, and I felt even though it was early on that, um, they would support me in any way, you know, mm -hmm. whether something bad happened, something good. I just felt like for me personally, I was okay with telling people early on. Mm -hmm. uh, so everybody was excited. Most people did not expect it because we had kept everything pretty much a secret because that's what I wanted. I wanted everyone to be excited for us. Yeah. Yeah. So. And surprised too, which is, I yeah. think that's always fun because even though you've been with your partner for such a long time, 
you know, it's like, I guess it is removed from like the people and they're like, not even aware until they at least expect it. And, and this was yeah. your shot, <laughs> you know, to surprise yeah. folks. Yeah. 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 That's Some cool. people even said, oh, like it can't, it crossed my mind that you were maybe not even going to have kids. Mm. Like, you know, it's just, we just like kept it yeah. such a secret. <laughs> and I think that's cool because a lot of people just assume like, oh, once you're married or once you find your partner, the default is to, to get pregnant, right? To start a family. Yeah. And I think that it's good that you were intentional, right? Like you both talked about it, you prepped, like you wanted mm -hmm. to make sure that this was something that you wanted to do because yeah. it helps you switch that mindset in a transitional way instead of like flipping it like automatically right away, you know, and this is such a personal decision. And oftentimes in our community, the number one question that newlywed couples get is like, oh, cuando van a tener bebés? Yeah. You know, and, and I think that that's such a personal question and a very individual, like decision only couples mm -hmm. get to decide and no one else, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it never stops. Like, you know, you have your first kid and then you have the second one and then it's mm -hmm. like, oh, are you going to go for the next one? Like, it's just, you know, human nature, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, can you kind of walk us through your first trimester? How how did it go? Well, there was a lot of, I know you've heard this so many times, but it's not really morning sickness. Sometimes it's all day sickness, and mm -hmm. that's what I experienced. So it was just kind of like annoying to have lingering around most days. But other than that, I mean, besides being tired, it's been, my first semester was okay. And then now in my second trimester in 26 weeks, going on to our third, I've been feeling good the second trimester, no morning sickness, no nothing. So I'm just like anxious to see what the third one's going to be like, <laughs> if I'm going to go back to how the first one was, mm -hmm. you know, just yeah. never know. I know. Even for me, like this is my second pregnancy and it's been pretty similar in a way but I feel a lot tired and I'm also tending, you know, a, a toddler. Right, to a toddler, yeah. Yeah, and that in itself has been, it's been taking so much energy out of me, but yeah, it's, I, I would say, well, kind of going back like in my third trimester, I think it was fine until like the, the last month, the last month end. was rough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can barely hold yourself up and, you know, right now I'm experiencing like back aches and like aches like on my hips, mm -hmm. even though I do sleep with a pregnancy pillow like that hasn't been very yeah. helpful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang, I'm only 26 weeks. I can't imagine what's up further in. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's good that you're feeling good now. And and I guess like, is there anything that you are worried about for the third trimester? Just kind of falling back into that, the sickness. Even before I was pregnant, I had a lot of motion sickness. And it's just, you know, it kind of pumps the brakes on your day. Like it just changes everything. And then you're trying to prepare for a baby. It just, you know, I'm just worried about not being able to prepare like I want to because there's things holding me back so yeah yeah we'll see how it goes but I I do want to say that it 
you know, it hasn't been that bad. Like I'm not so far, I'm not traumatized, you know, and I'm thinking I can do this again, but we'll see. Yeah. You know, the worst could still come. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the good thing is that you're not alone. Someone else went through the same kind of experience right. and our world can be small where there can be someone that you can connect with mm -hmm. and they can share that experience with you as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what makes you nervous or excited as like you're heading towards the end of your pregnancy? So we are actually not going to find out the sex of the baby till we give birth. So I don't know if that's adding on to my anxiety, hmm. but it's definitely high. We've had so many opportunities to like know, and we even like stopped and thought about it. We're like, <laughs> you know, we can find out now, like, are you sure we don't want to find out or, but like my doctor said today, she said, you get very few surprises in your life. So, mm. and that's one of them. So I think we've made the best decision. So I'm just trying to control the anxiety and remember that it's all going to be worth it at the end. Yeah. yeah. That's very exciting. And does family like think that you're gonna have like a boy or a girl where are oh, they leaning yeah. towards yeah I've gone both mostly okay. boy probably I feel like it's gonna be a boy I've always said it since the beginning mm -hmm. but you never know and yeah I mean I get questions like what are we gonna get the baby like mm -hmm. if we don't know what sex it is and at the end of the day it's the color of the clothes is not you know the most important so Right. You know, we just, we'll just figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We didn't find out with D and so, <laughs> yeah, like everyone asked me that same question, like, oh, pues, ¿qué le vamos a comprar de ropa? And I'm uh -huh. like, well, there's white, there's gray. Yeah, yeah. Babies don't know what pink and blue is, you know, like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I'm very type A, like I prepare as much as I can for anything. So it's, it's been a little hard, but yeah. it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth it. Yeah. yeah. Like once you get to meet the baby and, yeah. and yeah, either you knew that it was your intuition, you know, where, mm -hmm. and even if, it, right. if it's right, you know, like yeah. it'll still be a surprise and right. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What have you done as you are prepping for childbirth like have you taken any of like those childbirth classes or have you looked into any of those kind of resources yeah so we have a few classes scheduled coming up i'm really excited about that just because you know we're first-time parents and mm -hmm. just kind of get to see what to look forward to and what to expect so pretty much that's it. I'm trying to get my body ready by exercising, going for walks, because mm -hmm. it's just going to be here before we know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been so bad with that. Like, it's <laughs> been a struggle. And winter too, like, yeah, I feel like we've been pregnant for yeah. like, all winter long, you know, right, yeah. and weather has I mean, now it's getting a little better. But yeah, I feel like that is like restricting us to go out and get some fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. 
exactly yeah and so as far as with like the childbirth classes are you doing it through your hospital or are you looking like online in person what type of classes are they yeah we're doing them through our hospital they offer the birthing class they have a class for first-time parents which is nice child care classes so yeah they have a few classes that they're offering so that's nice and then just getting advice from moms already you know I think like if I think of something I'll ask someone and I feel like that's the best way to to kind of prepare yes yes yeah and even if you take as many classes (laughs) as you can you know (laughs) things can come up unexpectedly and But it's it's a good thing that you're taking, especially those classes for first time parents, because, yeah, unfortunately for me with the first time, like I we were in the middle of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. we couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, we did online once, but they weren't as efficient, I feel like, like as helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was just reading through a slide like there was no interaction or no connection that I was able to get with other pregnant folks. And yeah. It was a lot different. Yeah, I've, I've seen some online courses that are available, but I'm like, it's probably best now that we can mm-hmm. to go in and experience those classes. How important <laughs> is it for you to build community with other moms? You already mentioned that you have been reaching out to different moms. Like, do you think that it is valuable right now? And will you still continue on utilizing and building community after once the baby's here yeah I just think for me personally it's nice that I have so many moms to reach out to to talk to and it's just very helpful and I also listen to a lot of podcasts so when I'm talking to these moms I'm like oh you know like I did hear that and that sounds familiar and it's nice to know that I'm one, listening to the right podcast, and then two, that I'm not as not prepared, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. than I think I am. Um, but like you said, I mean, it's just, you never know. You can't be too prepared. But yeah, I think it's important to talk to other moms and and not just like one or two, but like a lot because everyone's gone through something different. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to hear everyone's different story. It is helpful to connect with people who have gone through this. And it's almost like they are paving the way for new moms or expectant moms. And that way you are more aware, even though like for some people, they feel like, oh, I shouldn't share this because it can't be triggering or it can overwhelm Mm -hmm. someone. But I think at least for me, like, I think it's important to know, like, someone's yeah. story, because mm-hmm. once you are in labor, and unless you have a doula, like, it, it you're going to make that decision, whatever decisions on your own, and with, you know, your, your partner or your husband. And so, yeah, like, I... I think that the more that you are aware, the more that you know, the more kind of prepared you are for any kind of scenario. But it does make it hard, though, like... I never knew like an actual person's birth story, like not even Karina's my sister, you know, like, yeah, like I didn't even know 
that, you know, you can get stitched up or that you still have to push the placenta. Like, I didn't know yeah. this. And yeah. it wasn't until, you know, the childbirth classes, which were helpful, but I feel like you almost keep it on your own. And it's almost like, no, you shouldn't traumatize someone who hasn't yet experienced it, but it's right. not about being yeah. traumatized. I think it's more so about being educated and aware, mm -hmm. you know, of things that happen and, and it's normal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I had a mom tell me once her whole birthing experience and it sounded traumatizing and bad, but I told her, I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I want to know. Mm -hmm. Like, just so it's not, it doesn't come as a surprise, you know, whatever yes. does happen. So I like to know it all, the good yeah. and the bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because we already have this perception of childbirth, like through movies, you know, media, right. <laughs> and it's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> it right. is not clean like that either. <laughs> right, yeah. How are you feeling like supported, you know, not just with other mommies, but like with your family, you know, your husband, like, do you feel like you have a good support system right now and that you'll continue on having once the baby is here? Yeah, support is probably like the biggest thing I can say that we have, especially from my husband who has to deal with these emotions and these cravings. And it's just, he's, you know, he's, he's never experienced this either, but I think he's doing a great job. And my parents and my brothers who've been through this before. So I, I just, I feel very lucky to have the support that we have. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. cravings. What are your cravings? That's so that's the, like one of the myths on having a girl is sweets. And mm -hmm. I'm usually a salty person. But I'm craving all the sweets, all the soda, everything cold, like all my drinks. I even put ice in my milk, anything cold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just get thirsty and I want everything in a glass of ice. <laughs> that's awesome. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I haven't had any cravings, like, and even with D either, like I, which is weird. I do have a sweet tooth, but yeah. I don't know if it's because it's a little bit more intense this time, but, yeah. but yeah, I'm fine with not having sweets. Yeah, I would day -to -day, be too. So, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. that's not the case. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. That is like very specific though. Like everything on ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is very specific. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, at least it's not like pickle juice or whatever people say. Like, right? No, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, have you been craving like, I don't know, like a mimosa or wine or, you know, definitely. Drink? Yeah, that's that's a big one. But you know, there's all the non-alcoholic mocktails mm -hmm. these days, so. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other day we were having pizza and I was like, oh, I want a beer with pizza. <laughs> like, I just love that combination. And so yeah. Alex got me like the Heineken, the zero yeah. percent and uh -huh. they're good. Yeah. Like you don't get that like aftertaste, buzz. I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or the buzz too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty legit. Yeah. I think they, they've come a long way now, which is good because it's also helpful for those that don't 
want to drink. And now right. all these companies are having more non-alcoholic oh, drinks, which is cool. Options. Yeah. yeah. I've been, I don't know, like I, I feel like with this pregnancy, for me, I feel like I haven't been fully <laughs> involved in it because again, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Like, have you been taking like baby bump pictures? every week or whenever you have the time yeah. you know how have you been like present on this pregnancy yeah and I think it's most well two things because I don't have another child at the moment but also because it is my first and mm -hmm. I want to embrace it because knowing probably like the second time around or third time around it's not going to be the same so I'm just trying to embrace this now that I have the time, a little bit more time than I would if I had more kids. I'm taking the pictures. I'm feeling like the baby move every second and just, I don't know, it's just, I'm embracing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Do you read to baby? <laughs> like, or do you talk to I, baby? I play music. I like country music. So I've been playing country music for it. And yeah, like when, especially like when my husband's here, I make, try to make conversations so that the baby can hear him and just so he knows who daddy is and yeah, yeah try to be involved in that way. Yeah, that's so cute. Yeah. How does Edwin feeling or how has his involvement been throughout this process and especially seeing you from no bump to bump? Yeah, I think he's, I don't know. He's, yes, he's liking it. He talks to the baby. I think it's really cute. I've never been like, oh, you know, you should probably talk to the baby or, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like he does that on his own. Mm -hmm. I sense his excitement. So I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, and I think the good thing for him specifically is that he has nieces and nephews. Like, he has that awesome. experience of taking care mm -hmm. of kids. Like, I've even seen him, like, whenever there's, like, kids' birthday parties. And I'm like, Who's, mm -hmm. whose kid is that? <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> you know, and then I'm like, that is so cool that he is involved, yeah. you know, with someone else's kid because that definitely helps, you know. Whereas with Alex, like he never changed a diaper. He never interacted with little ones because he's the oldest and mm -hmm. his family is very small compared to mm -hmm. my big ass family. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like he was never really exposed to little kids. Um, mm -hmm. So it's always helpful for yeah. the partner, you know, to, to have that experience. Yeah. I don't know that he's ever changed a diaper, but <laughs> at least he's, He's a kid at heart, so that yeah. helps. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's He's definitely going to be the one running around with our child mm. and, you know, having fun. He's going to be the nice parent, the fun <laughs> parent. <laughs> so. I know. Don't you hate that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. You, do you envision yourself being more of like the disciplinarian, you know, the more... I, I think so. Sturdy one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there has to be balance. Mm -hmm. So he definitely balances me out in a lot of ways. So, what do you envision like motherhood to be? Like, do you think you'll sort of emulate the way that you're, the way that you were parented by your parents, or will you kind of change it 
and obviously add little specks of how you grew up? Mm -hmm. It's really hard to picture motherhood for me. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I've obviously never been there, but I don't know. I just think about like my nieces and nephews, like for example, my mom is obviously really sweet with my nieces and nephews and then maybe almost like a little, they get away with anything with her. But like, I notice when I'm around them, I'm, I'm a little bit more strict, like, or, cause like, I know, like, are you sure you're, you should be drinking this or you should be eating this? Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. And, and I don't know where I get that from. Maybe I got it from my mom or, you know, just watching another mom, mm -hmm. but that's how I've been as a Thea. So I picture myself being that way too mm -hmm. with my own child yeah 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 well, I yeah. know they say that it's different when you're a grandmother versus a mother oh yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> for sure um, I feel like yeah. grandparents just like give in and they're like yeah we'll spoil them and let them do whatever they want yeah um, yeah yeah, which totally. you know like my mom wasn't like that with us mm. but maybe that's where I get the mom instincts or whatever you want to call it um mm -hmm. because of how she was with us and now I see how she is with her grandchildren it's totally different yeah <laughs> and how about Edwin like does he want to kind of emulate like how he grew up with his parents or is he like no like I want to be completely different because of whatever reason yeah no I think he's he looks up to his parents a lot and he seems to think they did a good job raising their children so I feel like he yeah. he will emulate them in many ways do you think that you both will have different parenting styles or have you like talked about that or is it just like, oh, we'll see, just depending how the child will be? <laughs> I don't know if we've just been together so long or like we've seen each other with our nieces and nephews, but I feel like we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's not something that we've like dug into in conversation, but I'm pretty confident, I guess, that we're going to have the same parenting skills. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm not like worried about that. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. And, you know, parenthood is definitely it's such a life learning experience and you grow as your child grows. Yeah. You know, it's all a learning experience. You're <clears throat> even though we're the adults and we're the ones making the decisions for our children, it's almost like we are adapting to what their needs mm -hmm. are and what. Yeah, like what they need, what, what they want, where we can meet them. We got to find like a middle ground sometimes. Like right now mm -hmm. I'm literally fighting with a toddler at times and I'm like, you're, you're so tiny <laughs> and <laughs> he's challenging me. Right. And yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, but it's definitely like the way that we approach things mm -hmm. and that can be a little different, especially with, us first second gen you know generation like children it's like okay a lot of the things that our parents did was very like old school or you know kind of outdated and so now we have to figure out like okay how can we best 
meet where our child is, mm -hmm. but also like setting boundaries as well. And, and for me, that has been a challenge because like, there is no manual on how to be a parent. There's, mm -hmm. yes, there's resources, there's books, you know, that, that I've been reading or, you know, different accounts that I've been following. But at the end of the day, it's whatever fits with your family and kind of like your mission as, as a mom. Right. And that can change too. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. The good thing is that my husband is more patient than I am. He, <laughs> yes. I tend to overthink things mm. and he's kind of, he calms, he calms me down and he just that, like I made a comment the other day about how are we going to handle a toddler? Cause like, I think of you and everyone who has a two-year-old right now. And, uh, and he's like, you know what, like, we'll just deal with it when we get there. Like, mm -hmm. however that looks like, mm -hmm. cause you really can't plan for that. It's good that you have someone that's different in a way that can keep you grounded. Yeah. Cause that's always helpful, especially when there's like intense moments, like, I don't know, trying to make the kid to eat, for example like yeah. for me that always gives me anxiety because i'm thinking oh my gosh he's not receiving the nutrients that he needs or like mm -hmm. oh you know he's gonna get skinny or whatever and <clears throat> and even though these are messages that even we grew up with <laughs> for the most part yeah you know i just want to make sure that i am a good mom and feeding my son you know with adequate nutrition or whatever mm -hmm. and then my husband's like well if he's hungry he's gonna want to eat He's right. going to ask. And so I'm here having like intrusive thoughts, whereas with him, he's like more practical, like, right. you know, so I'm yeah, it, it's a good thing that he's like that. Mm -hmm. And you kind of balance each other out because if y'all yeah. were both like nerve wrecks or, uh, you yeah. know, yeah, no. that would be <laughs> no, that would be intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. So with Edwin specifically, like, how does he like, feel right now? Like, is he getting more and more like anxious or excited? You know, how is he preparing for once the baby is here? I think I've like this whole time, I've kind of trying to keep him up to date with like the number of weeks, the number of months. I'm like, at first it felt like it was going by slowly because we found out so early, but now we realize that we're in six months and, you know, we have three left to go and I'm just like, we gotta do this and we gotta do that. And he's just very chill about it. <laughs> and sometimes I wish I was like that, but yeah, I think he's, he's excited. I don't know. I, Maybe he's not the one going through this, but, or that's just his personality, but he seems pretty calm and just taking it all in, taking mm -hmm. in this time that we have together, just us two. And yeah, when it comes, it comes and yeah. he's kind of just enjoying all of everything that's happening yeah. right now. That's good. Yeah. 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 That's good to be present and yeah enjoying this time when it's yeah like you two it's a lot easy <laughs> like yeah. it's just you two yeah. uh, but it's it's honestly an amazing feeling like just seeing your partner grow as well as a father like there's something yeah. about 
I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we don't pay much attention to dads. And I think that especially Latino dads who perhaps have never been given the space to, you know, talk about their emotions or their feelings, you know, mm -hmm. and and it's just awesome to to see that transition and witnessing that. And as long as you both like have this open communication, like, and I think that the way that Alex grew up was like, never, he never had the opportunity to express himself. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just the way that he grew up. And now, like, as a dad, I see him so different. And I think it's because he doesn't want to continue that cycle of being silenced mm -hmm. and, you know, not having the opportunity to just express yourself or whatever. And, and so I think, you know, yes, motherhood changes us as women, but it also changes men as like, you know, once they become fathers and yeah. it's really cool to see that. Yeah. I'm really excited to see that because that's like the one thing I've never, that the one side of him I've never seen. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. What are your top three things that either you've put on your registry or that you're thinking about? How are how is that process going? Because you're starting from scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I look at my registry and we're not completely finished, but there's already so much stuff on there. <laughs> but I and we're literally starting from scratch. But some things that I absolutely need, I mean, I could say this now and then in the future like I'm not even going to use these things but I don't know I'm like I'm trying to get advice from everyone and trying to see what I'm really going to need like the first few months I don't know I'm excited about like the nursing pillow I don't know why which one which one the is it? boppy the boppy yeah nursing pillow I'm excited oh the swaddles I don't yeah. know. I just think like I was going through the many different kinds and I was like asking for advice because like, why are there so many different kinds? But <laughs> I finally like narrowed down the ones that baby's going to actually need. So I don't know. Things like that excite me. And I'm not like all over the place with, with all the different kinds of swaddles. And I don't know. I'm excited about the baby clothes yeah. just because they're so cute yeah everything <laughs> yeah i know everything is so cute and it's just in insane how there's like a market for just babies and even yeah. though yeah some things are going to be a necessity other things it's like well do i really need it yeah. and we we definitely learned that from the first and we're definitely using all of these we are repurposing or reusing yeah. you know things that we had with d and now with this one because yeah, like baby stuff is expensive too. When you really mm -hmm. think about it, like any little yeah. gadget, it's gonna add up, and it yeah. takes a bunch of space too. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they they'll outgrow it, you know, within a month's time, and it's like, well, what am I gonna do with this? But yeah. it's always good to save if you like save the things um, mm -hmm. if you are planning to have another one, unless it's recalled or whatever. But yeah, like it's it's good like we're going to use the same car seat you know the infant car seat yeah. you know because it's and I expensive. guess that's the good thing about being gender neutral like yeah. all this stuff where we definitely can use in the future so exactly yeah. yeah 
Yeah, we haven't decided on the bigger things, the car seats, the electronics, just because there's a lot of research that's involved in, and there's mm -hmm. so many products out there, but it's a little yeah. overwhelming. It is. <laughs> it's so overwhelming. So, well, let me know. Yeah. Because there's <laughs> definitely some favorite products that, that we love, like, for example, like, yeah one that i have off the top of my head is the hatch which is like the sound machine yeah, uh -huh. yeah that's always helpful we actually yeah. registered a new one because that one will be for a baby and d uses yeah. his still but even that there's like four different versions <laughs> <laughs> i know there's like a okay. one that has like music or you can i don't know you can like connect your phone with bluetooth or yeah, something like that yeah i don't know that's intense crazy out there <laughs> yeah so we're yeah. one by one like marking off our list like I don't want to get overwhelmed with all these products yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and and when you think about it I mean my mom didn't have a crib when she was a little baby it was like yeah. a cajon <laughs> like yeah. that's how you know we survived or whatever like I'm sure that they've used a bunch of padding and pillows when I was an infant. Right. <laughs> and yeah. 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 But as long as, yeah, like the baby is in a safe environment, you know, and yeah. it works out for both of you and as much as you want the most expensive stuff, like, is it worth it? I don't know. Right. Some people have. Yeah. Am I going to use it? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And it also depends on baby, like with swaddles that you mentioned, like, right. D never liked to be swaddled. Like he always had his arms up and he would mm -hmm. never want to be like swaddled. I still have so many receiving blankets and like swaddles and I'm just yeah. like, well, we'll see about this one. Right. But I literally want to put down in the invite for the baby shower, like, please, no swaddles or no. blankets because we have too many. And I already told yeah. my mom, I'm like, please do not get me any more blankets. And she was like, Ay, pero ya te compré uno de Mexico. And I'm like, fine, that one's fine. But like, I, oh, yeah, we have too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I can so. imagine. If you could leave a note to baby in this recording, what would it be? And I'm going to save uh -huh. it. <laughs> just know that you know your mom and dad lo already love you so much we're excited we're we're here for it we're here for you to experience all the good bad the ugly like we're here for it so we're excited to meet you we can't wait it's hard <laughs> to think of the words you know because mm -hmm. it's not here yet but I don't know. It's a very interesting feeling <clears throat> for sure because you always wonder like, oh, ¿cómo se va a parecer? ¿Cómo se va a ver? You know, like, or how are they going to be? Like, how are they going to behave? Yeah. What kind of personality yeah. will they have? And and there's just so much wonder in a way and, and mm -hmm. like a lot of questions and it's yeah. a lot of mystery, I think, Yeah. when it comes to, you know, a, a baby like especially when you are expecting mm -hmm. and and yeah and i think something that i definitely learned is that babies as all human beings we are social beings and oftentimes our children mirror what we do and mm -hmm. how we react mm -hmm. to things and you know yeah. what we say it's like d is definitely catching up on some cuss words 
you know, whenever <laughs> we we want to curse something, we're like, oh, shoot, now we have to like yeah. be quiet, you know? Right. And, yeah. and yeah, it's like they are mini versions of us. Mm-hmm. But even so, like, it's just crazy how genetics works. Like, there are some like smirks that he does that he, he literally does it like my father-in-law or like <laughs> the curious kind of way of like, it's como maldoso in a way that comes mm-hmm. from my dad because my dad uh-huh. was such a troublemaker. And so like, yeah, like it's just crazy. Like even though they don't see their grandparents on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. or whatever, they don't live with them, they still have something in that lineage. And right. I just feel like that is amazing. And yeah, they're parts of us and yeah, yeah. just the way that you are too with your grandma yeah. and, and whoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um really excited to see how that's all going to play out yeah (laughs) yeah well know that you're not alone you know especially as you're getting closer to the end of your pregnancy like embrace it try to live it day by day like i i loved being pregnant i love being pregnant right now that's something that even though it feels like forever it's definitely short (laughs) yeah and yeah so definitely enjoy these you know last few months but know that if you ever need anything let me know and i'm glad that you are connecting with other mamas too because that's always important to to build Mm -hmm. community and you know to know that you have a support system because yeah we shouldn't be alone in this thanks for all your advice and your support even though we're going through this together this is your second so you know a little bit more than i do so yeah definitely fun and I'm sure Karina is like over the moon <laughs> that we're both having baby at the same time. It's yes. Just... Yes. It's so funny. Like she always shares her concerns. She's like, but what if you two are in labor at the same time? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just know that in my hospital, I don't think there's a waiting area. Like, so. <laughs> oh, well, then that takes care of that. <laughs> yeah. Our babies can definitely grow up together, which is cute, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there will be, they'll be really close in age, which, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited about. We'll see Yeah. when the birthdays will be. But yeah, that's yeah. something that will be nice to continue on and have that connection, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So although my baby won't be a twin, it'll have someone close that yeah. will have a close birthday. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your feelings and what you're currently going through. So thank you for being here. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, And thanks for having me. Thanks for your advice. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Viva La Mami podcast. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a review and write what episode really resonated with you. If you really loved it, share it on social media or with an amiga. As always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. Make sure to follow me at Viva La Mami on Instagram or visit vivalamami.com. Please note the information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be replaced by your healthcare provider nor taken as professional advice. <laughs>